0: Will not be televised. The revolution will be streamed live. What's up, everybody? Uh, it is another episode of Critical in Thinking with Ty Barnett and Ian Harris. How you guys doing? Um how you doing? I'm uh hey man, every day <laughs> it seems like uh it's a struggle. <laughs> it's, I'm,
1: I'm, get, I'm trying to get through it. I'm trying the, the thing, man, the 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 uh it, it just gets every day. I mean, this has been going on for almost two years. Every day, I think. Well, every day I think it can't get any worse, and and I can't be more surprised. And then
0: you're surprised.
1: It, it, it's like I gotta stop saying that. It's like every day. It's like well, you know, tomorrow they're not actually gonna eat babies on live TV, and Trump would be like, "Babies are delicious. They're great for you. They're not white babies. It's okay."
0: <laughs> and then you have Trump supporters <laughs> like. Well, you
1: never—don't knock it till you try it. Yeah, it's like, well, it's, you know, it's better than then than them black people getting on them
0: food stamps. <laughs> What's the difference between that and chicken? Okay, <clears throat> so—and I and, and I'm, I'm the same way, dude. Like, and his was weird. To me, I told you, honestly, this is—when the term ignorance is bliss, I honestly sometimes wish I was still ignorant because I wouldn't <laughs> be as weirded out. And uh, I don't like to use the word angry because angry to me implies that I can't control my emotions. I can control my emotions. It's just— I'm more weirded out that this stuff is happening. Do you understand right now, just so you guys are clear, this is not made up. This is not something that is a left or right thing. This is a fact. The GOP has concluded that Russia did meddle in the election with With Trump, for Trump. For Trump. And it says that they specifically said to help this dude. So So as opposed to this guy saying, okay, well, America, let's figure this out. Well, you do a Trump way better than me. (laughs) Uh, Okay, America, let's figure this out. Sorry, they did do this to try to help me out. They said, no, we're going to fly over to Russia, more GOP people, Republicans. Seven and, of them. Seven four. of them. And then they're going to have a meeting. But hey, man, are they going to have a- this and, meeting? And Trump is also going to meet in one-on-one. Trump's going to meet in one-on-one. But are they going to do this meeting for everyone to see? Yes. No. <laughs> they're going to do this meeting behind closed doors with no one seeing. Do you understand? This motherfucker is movie villain bad. <laughs> that, that's how bad the movie... Th- this is... if. I'm telling you, if you created a character, if you were writing a screenplay right now, and you wrote down, all right, this dude is misogynistic, uh, he's racist, he's money hungry, he's corrupt, uh, he's able, easily corruptible, he corrupts other people. Do you don't think part of you as a screenwriter would be like, okay, no one's gonna believe that, that guy. Yeah, exactly. it's like, it's like, Is this a
1: comedy? Is this
0: Doctor <laughs> Evil? Because uh, this is you this just
1: is... described Doctor Evil yeah, exactly. And actually, I think Doctor Evil might even be smarter. Uh, yes. <laughs> One million. Actually, they kind of do talk like... So, uh, so
0: here's what we're going to do, because we, we're kind of behind the, the clock on this. What we're going to do, because we got a special guest, and uh, we're going to give him a call here in a second, right give now. Me, yeah, give him a call right now.
1: So, yeah, we got... Can uh, so um uh, say who it
0: is? Great, I, great comedian. Oh, a leg- man. A legend in comedy. I am, I am excited. I am excited. Uh, we're calling him right now, Mr. Rick Overton. I am excited. I can't even tell you. When I found out that I could get this guy, you don't even know. So, hold on. Hold on. He's going to answer his phone here. In a second, hello, Mr. Overton. Hey, Don.
2: How are you, buddy? Uh,
0: I'm going to give you the proper intro here, uh, just so so you so people understand who you are. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I am excited because I actually got this guest, and uh, I was excited to have this guy on. Uh, super funny, been in the business both as a comedian and an actor for so long. And just, I mean, he's in one of my favorite movies, by the way, Groundhog's Day. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't tell you, though, Rick, I, I watched it the other day. Uh, and he's currently, he can currently be seen on I'm Dying uh, up here. Uh, and uh, everybody, let's welcome to the show, Critical and Thinking, Mr. Rick Overton. Yay, <laughs> black,
1: black, black. for inviting me. <laughs>
0: So so Rick um just so um so people understand uh, and we talked about this a little bit earlier that in today's society you have a lot of people who are very divided on politics and and we've always had this but not so much as we are today at least not that I can remember and you may have more history on this than me but as an entertainer do you find because you've maintained a great career you know and but you also are very outspoken on your beliefs politically Uh, And I wanted to know, how have you been able to do that? Or do you find that you've gotten backlash from saying what you said?
2: Well, I might have gotten some late night backlash. If anybody wants to check out in several sections, my half hour 1991 HBO half hour uh, is up on YouTube. And you can see the different sections of the stuff I was talking about back then. And comedy, it was a pretty well-received special. And then everything just kind of dried up a little bit late night-wise. Oh, wow. A little tougher to be a stand-up. And so we drifted off into acting more, you know, which Mm -hmm. is another thing I do. And so I focused a little more on that. But I didn't ever give up on the stand-up as a message delivery system. It just was tougher to get on certain venues. TV-wise, to do it there. Okay, right. So I did, I think I might have traded out some late night time, which traded out some it, late night time leads to special time, right. leads to- <laughs> Booking time. Club time, because you book from people seeing your special and you're able to fill seats.
0: Right.
2: So, you know, some of that traded out. I don't know what I traded out acting-wise, I, no, cause you
0: you're working. you you on a show right it, now, you no, know,
2: yeah. that's so i don't I don't think that part got given up. But my stand-up career, I think got given up a little bit for it. How, how about
1: how about nowadays? though? do you think do you think when you go up on stage now, do you think the crowds are are more less or the same as far as being sensitive? Like I, I remember, you know, I've always done I love political comedy. I've always done a lot of politics. I've always talked about stuff that you're not third rail topics. And, 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 and you know, for the people that for the, the right that always says that, that we're the snowflakes and that we have no, uh, you know, that, that we're so politically correct and we can't take a joke. Man, I say I even mentioned Trump on stage and I got people want people yelling and walking out. And I, I just wonder, like do you notice a difference nowadays uh, for the sensitivity yeah. of audiences? Yeah,
2: everybody's. Uh, well, I think people are in shock and people are able to walk around in shock. And shop in shock and drive their car in shock and get the kids <laughs> to school in shock and stay in shock the whole time, you know, especially a culture that keeps repounding you and hitting you again and hitting you again and uh, shooting here and uh, terror there and uh, poisoning here and uh, this wow. there. And you know what I mean? The war there. And so you're bombarded, bombarded, blitzkrieged into your nervous system is in a constant state of sort of numbed out shock. Yeah. I'm glad it makes you a little easier to manipulate.
0: I'm glad that he said use the word numbed out because you know that can also be said for normalizing. And um, uh, Ian was telling me something. Who'd you, what'd you say earlier that uh, who's on uh, Bill Maher? And they said something about how uh, when he oh, oh, Ben Shapiro, the, the right wing
1: asshole, uh, yeah he, yeah, he had said live was last week on on Bill Maher's show, uh, he had said, um, Something to the effect of that he didn't vote for Trump the first time, even though he's a conservative, um, but he might vote for him this time. And he said because his concern was, even though he liked Trump's policies, he agreed with his tax cuts and this and that, he feared that Trump would bring about a degradation of our society and our moral fiber and our moral standard and all this sort of stuff. And he feared that, so he didn't vote for Trump. He goes, but now, now that that's happened, well, that's out of the way. So... So now he, he goes, well, now I might vote for him because I like the policy issues and the shit that I was afraid of happened anyway. So, eh.
0: <laughs> so so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Rick. Because, like I said, you know more about politics than than I know just because – and I said this to Ian earlier. I said sometimes I really understand the term now ignorance is bliss. Like I, I'm like, man, I – kind of wish I didn't know a lot of shit because I probably would be in a better mood about life. But, but for for you, because I've never experienced this as a comedian, like this is the first time as a comedian, I've been doing it like 18 years or something like that, 18, 19 years. This is the first time as a comedian that you go to specific venues and they say to you, don't mention politics. Like I've never experienced that before. Have you ever, yeah, well, have you ever experienced uh, that? Yes.
2: Yes, I have. And, Um, sometimes it's good advice. (laughs) Sometimes you should listen to them. And they say, don't do it. And there's find other ways to get into their heads that don't make them storm out angrily. Right, right. You know, it is, it's important to be able to speak your mind, uh, but also know who you're talking to. And you can't be Ripley who walks into the den where all the eggs are opening up in aliens, mm-hmm. you know, with Newt in her arms, the flamethrower and a grenade belt. <laughs> and Where's everybody go, going? <laughs> all, the, all the eggs to go, ha ha ha, and laugh, you know. But sometimes you got to know what not to do.
0: Right, right. And uh,
2: to trigger things. And the challenge becomes, what else can you do for them? Right. That then reaches them in a way that was your conscience could live with. Mm-hmm. And you didn't, you know, some comics, they just want to go, uh, uh, well, screw all you people, and you, you don't know what you're doing. And <laughs> I proudly walk home with the lonely, Trump- muted trumpet soundtrack, <laughs> knowing I did what was right, even though I destroyed everything. Right. And there's that version. Uh, uh, there's. I, I don't the, know what you're talking uh, about. Oh, <laughs> dating. Ladies. The dating is weird version, you know, <laughs> what's, up, what's up with shopping and <laughs>
0: women beat to shopping.
2: save your ass version. But then there's the what else is going on with them that sort of gets into their head just a little bit. You start to put that to crack in the dam, you know, you know, it's, it's it's knowing the room well enough to know. and It's just like you, you understand. You understand the, the psyche of an aggressive male that when you square off and both your hands go up, what are both his hands going to do? Yeah. yeah, they're gonna go up. Both his hands uh-huh. gonna go up. He's prepping for the game you're establishing for him. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, I always try to remo- remove aggression where it looks like aggression gets us nowhere. I always have it. It's always sitting right there. If I need it, I'm not opening with it. That's not wisdom.
0: Right. right. Yeah, no. 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 You don't. You and don't. So
2: right. And that. sometimes the aggression comes in the form of challenging a belief system that they walked in with that night. Right uh i always feel like so, that that yeah there's a balancing act for that it's where where do you do it where's the room you got to do something else besides that but that you kind of dug away at it you know okay right. in a way they didn't realize sometimes it's not always literal yeah. sometimes you have to hit at it in a figurative sense and uh, make them look at other open-minded things until they agreed with three of them you know what?
0: Right. yeah and yeah. and it's funny. It's funny because you do have to navigate through these things a lot more. And and I'm glad you said that because, you know, when you start out, especially nowadays, because it's already a challenge in general, even before you start talking about politics, because people are walking in that room and they're like, hey, man, I've never heard of you. Make me laugh. Or even if they've heard of you, you better make me laugh. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's, yeah, uh-huh, it's always yeah. that challenge there. And I remember when uh-huh. th- there was a point where you could just kind of go in and say whatever you wanted to say. Now, like you said, you have to kind of navigate through it. Let me tell you something that I did in in talking about this guy on stage sometimes where I had to change up words. And you notice, know Rick, like you have to change up <laughs> your presentation to certain people. And there is a I used to go in with just I can't believe this. Like shock. Like you said, I go in with shock. And now I change the word. And I told you this about a certain joke that I do. And I say, well, you know, I used to think that I hated this guy. And, and I used to think that that's what it was. I said, that's not what it is. I said, I'm jealous. And do you understand when I use the word jealous, right. anybody that was folding their arms automatically stops because they right. want to know why I am jealous of right. this that's guy. Good.
2: Right. That's, that's good messaging. And so it's relating to the human factor yes. within it,
0: right? Yes, and 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 so to what you said, it's like you do have to go through trying to figure out how to get this across. And so let me. So you say you haven't seen as much uh, of a of pushback in the uh, in in your acting world. Now, do you think that that is in part because actors now have become the targets? Of this administration. And, and and But I also want to get to something that Rick said to me earlier about the left as well, because he said that there is on both sides. But I also feel like the right still kind of holds the crown on a lot of things. Yeah. But well, they
2: hold the crown. They hold the crown on a sport that only one side should be known for playing at all. Right, right yeah. But do you think... There, there shouldn't be any competition.
0: No, yeah. no, 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 no. at all. Unfortunately, there is yeah, a little bit is.
1: right now. Yeah,
2: you're you're right. There absolutely is. And,
0: you know. But do you think, and specifically to De Niro, I mean, you know, Susan Sarandon, these, you know, Meryl Streep, all of these people have come out and said something. But, like, I notice when I see people say stuff, like when De Niro came out and said, you know, fuck Trump. But, like, people who you would never think would say, like, I've heard people say De Niro is overrated. I'm like, it's... Fucking Robert De Niro. Yeah, M- Meryl Streep. Did, didn't didn't Trump right? say that Meryl, Meryl Streep is
1: overrated? Yeah, the greatest actors of all time, poss- possibly. Uh, overrated.
0: Cool. So let me ask you, you this, Rick. Go,
2: I have to go with the basics of overhead camera views. Okay. Of Obama's overhead camera view of his inauguration to current POTUS's overhead inauguration <laughs> camera shot. That scattered looked like, uh, instead of looking like a solid block, it just looked like a Jackson Pollock splatter (laughs) of people.
1: He actually had to comb people over from the other. (laughs) 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 He's a comb-over audience.
2: (laughs) Had to comb it over. Ah, that's great. Um, But uh, to, to me, that's the demographic that the media has inflated to appear like it's it's a hologram of an actual numeric opponent when it right. isn't. It's the actual numbers aren't the same. Right. And I think right now people are backing out. I really? hope so. being told that we're being oh I, I I know people who are not as vocal as they used to be on my page.
1: <laughs> well, I think I think that's part of the big problem though is 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 social media. First off, social media emboldens you. I've had this conversation with multiple people. I have friends on, you know, and we all, I've, we've all probably seen each other's, I think we're all Facebook friends. We've seen each other's posts and people are you. and I have friends who know my friends that they don't know. They're like, you know, they'll be like, Hey, who is that? Who is that Bob guy? That's always on your page. That guy's a real asshole. Like people know my friend, my Facebook friends from they being asked to
2: become famous. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It, it, it's
1: absolutely true. And, and the thing is that it's funny though, because some of those people, I actually know like re- in real, you know, with Facebook world, you don't always, or, or Twitter world, you don't actually know who you really know. I actually know some of these people, and on Facebook or on Twitter, they're just like, "You should be raped. You're a bastard." Uh, like, it just create, and then you, you you message them, and they're like, "Well, I just think that we just dis- disagree." Blah blah. Then you get together. And that was with a them. debate about pizza. Yeah, exactly.
2: I call that courage. Yes,
1: exactly. Because 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 then you get then you, you get the windows get, rolled up. Exactly, and then you get to to with them one on one. They're like. Well, I just think, you know, that um, – and, and, and all of a sudden you're like, you almost agree. And it's like, wait, two weeks ago, we were diametrically opposed. And if I disagreed, you I should die. And it's like the, the further degree you get away from one-on-one conversation, the more emboldened people are to just say crazy shit. And I think when you see all this – crazy shit and people sharing memes and sharing stories. And half of those stories are are fake Russian news or Fox news or whatever. And you see these people only read the headlines and then the headlines become a meme. Eventually we get this weird distorted way of the world. And you think, oh, everybody thinks this happened or or that it's more people than it is. And in reality, uh, you look at the polls, it's 70% are normal.
2: (laughs) The media inflates certain dynamics. Absolutely. sales purposes you know and ratings purposes right who knows what else but as a start those are the those are two easy go to follow the money lines towards manipulation absolutely and uh uh uh, so i i certainly think there was a a big threat i just think we outnumber them like ants to a candy bar
0: yeah, we just gotta actually let do me, something though. Let, so speak okay, to that point. To Get what you just said. To what you just said. So we we talked a little bit earlier, Rick, about this, but I wanted I want you to share this with Ian and stuff. We know where the right is, and we know that they've for the most I'm talking about the worst of the worst. I'm not saying everybody is a Republican. I'm saying the worst of the worst have thrown away morals, they've thrown away facts, they've yeah. thrown away truth, they've thrown away all that. They don't care about the any polarizing. of it. Exactly.
2: Yes. You're so the bar magnet like way at the end of the bar magnet Yes.
0: Well, it's, it, it, it's the people that say that that say obama
1: o- obama caused the division the racial division and the racism in our country and it's like yes he actually did by being black yes, <laughs> that's all anything uh-huh. so let, so let me ask
0: you this rick on the other side because at the end of the day this has to get fixed but like we can't keep having this, I mean, now, yeah, there will be. There's, I believe, we've kind of reached a point of no return with certain people. Like you can't unknow people who were cool with people with kids being put in cages. You can't unknow that.
2: But oh, well, we've lost a, we're we're gonna lose a few people this cycle. Prepare to, for, perhaps decades of having known someone, not being enough anymore.
0: Yeah. Oh. Okay.
2: It, might, it may no longer be the guaranteed you're made for that. You know, right. you're not made for that reason anymore.
0: So let me ask you, what just would,
2: like there's people who losing all their naturalization, mm-hmm. friendship naturalizations on the table. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, that's true. My, that's my anchor friend. Hey man, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Anchor I got, I got,
2: <laughs>
0: I, I got two or three people, man, that I do not talk to, and and I still consider them yeah. cool. I just I can't talk to them because I know what they've yeah. they've they've committed. But now let me ask you. So what do you I what would be you. your you what would be your advice, Rick? For people on the left, for this upcoming election, like what what needs to change? Because something has to change on the left. There's no way you can just well, not
2: let's let's really define what we're talking about. When we say on the left, let's not call the middle part the left.
0: No, no, not at all. I'm talking about people the who yeah. the the, yeah. the radicals on the other end who don't want to listen to anything. Yes, they they are part of a problem, just like you said. They're polarizing. Well,
2: no, I'm saying the people in the middle are the problem. The ones who say, let's go right to the dead center, are going to fuck everything oh. up and make it 2016 all over again. Really? Isn't up to me. It's not in my hands. I have nothing to do with this. I am merely the messenger. <laughs> when you attend a Bernie rally and then, hey, everybody, let's go get over to the gigantic Joe Biden rally. Sure,
1: <laughs> sure. No, but but I, I agree and Hold I disagree and with train you, though.
2: Whistle in distance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I I agree and I disagree. I I think the problem is that is that it is not e- it's both the left and the center and the center left in that yeah,
2: could going to kill everything. And and the thing and is the that a, at
1: some everything. point we have to I you know, I was a Bernie supporter. I raised money for Bernie. I did show and then and then when it came down to it, I voted for Hillary because that was the option. And I know and, and this idea that this false equivalency that she was as bad as as Trump, it's patently false. We have empirical evidence showing that it's that it's not the the fact. It's not and, up to me, man. And yeah, and, you don't have
2: to explain to me.
1: And the bottom line for me to is like it
2: to. we everybody I has how how to, to explain it to.
1: Right. But no, but it's like, how do Millions we get everybody don't on board? That way. I know.
2: Millions disagree. And if the majority doesn't agree. Right. Going with them is not their stubbornness problem anymore.
1: No, I I agree. But at some point, at some point, we we have to say
2: about the demographic numbers.
1: Right. Right. But But at some point, at some point, have
2: the numbers that every rally was absolute proof. And Bernie did have the numbers. And then it, it, you know, look, this is absolutely the DNC's complete fault. That's why they threw the Debbie Wasserman Schultz out to try and get rid of the problem. And it didn't go away. It right. isn't up to me. Millions know the actual, real story, and the middle will fuck it all up all over again if people don't swing hard left. I, I, I mean, I, with all the real progressives down the line.
1: I agree, but wh- whoever whoever we have at the end, I'm I'm for you. I'm with you. Whoever we we got to no, swing left, it, but whoever end, we have, I
2: promise, you, I promise you, I promise that we want unity. All that, right? All that will fail it'll go face down yeah they didn't actually go left they really if they sneak a corporatist in it will fail it's like trying to explain why ice will melt on a hot day i have no right. way of stopping that once you put the well, cube out on the and i actually
1: end. i actually think the center center left people will vote will vote far left but i don't think the far left people anymore will vote for us like the, the bernie bro it, types will not vote for a
2: hillary that, but the hillary people factor, will vote for bernie factor that in
0: yeah, because see, now, that I that I think will happen.
2: If it's a threat, count it as a real one.
0: That's why I'm running for president. If
2: it's a serious threat, count it as a fucking serious, real threat. Yeah, and, it, and lecturing won't fix it. Scolding won't fix it. Only going along with it. will Yes,
0: fix it. did did I see the was this read it less real? Did they say it was like forty some percent of people did not? Was that it? Was it that high? Didn't vote. Didn't vote. Didn't I'm not vote. sure
2: about that. How do we know real voting numbers? Well, yeah, that's with the problem. The is stuff, it all the adjusted votes that we have dealt with us from uh, uh, the the primaries on? Well, I, 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 all kinds of chicanery going on.
1: I believe that I believe numbers. that number, but I also I also have, you also have to factor in the fact that thirty percent of people don't vote every fucking election. Yeah. So it's really uh, like that, it was was only like another ten percent.
2: Factor them in. And, and see, and, math. And that's, treat math like real math. Treat the numbers like the real. Uh, if that's the case, then. Be right. logical, be a general looking on a board right. with all the pieces on it.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, be it's,
0: ruthless it's, about it.
1: it's, it may be 30, it may be 30% of the population that can vote or that is registered to vote, but if they never fucking vote, stop calling them voters. Right. Cause
0: they don't Hey, vote. so look,
2: I mean, if there's nothing we can do about them, get really realistic about what you can do about the rest of it.
0: Yep. Exactly. Let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Rick. Um, I, I posed this, I actually made the statement, uh, back to Ian. If you had a choice, if you had a choice knowing the current state of where we are, knowing that there are certain people who don't care about information, they either don't care about the information or they don't care to research the information, if you had a choice to pick someone's vote to count, would it be a felon who was not committed, who has not committed a, a, a violent crime? Let's just say blue collar, like stealing money or something like that. weed. Yes, exactly. Would you, if you had to give a vote to somebody, would you give it to the felon who was educated in the political system in the world? Or would you give it to someone who has never been arrested, but they are clueless about politics?
2: Not all knowledge about politics is a good thing. A lot of insiders with all their inside knowledge have been the great ruiners of our culture.
1: Mm-hmm. I think he just means the, the I mean, dumbest like, look, shit people like Kennedy- that only watch Fox News.
0: <laughs> Kennedy- <laughs> well, no, no, I, Kennedy- I no, I mean Kennedy- like here Kennedy-
2: is is moving up in the ranks, and he is look, he's getting started, but he's one of the new Bernie guys coming out of the movement. He's which, and when we say Bernie people, really what we're talking about is Occupy that thing mm-hmm. that is like a puddle of mercury. You can't destroy it. You hit it with a hammer. It just goes everywhere. Mm. Uh, it it it's, it's a group of people that now have a certain amount of data that you cannot take away. It will never go back in the box. There is no tricking or bullying that will work. There is no coercing or fear-mongering that will work. Right. Only bending to their will because there's more of them than anybody else, and that's the most American thing of all.
1: Uh oh. Well, you know, it, it's. Um, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, I, I think I honestly think we should encourage everyone to vote because we outnumber them by it's seventy percent to thirty percent. But and and we should and everyone should vote. I do, have to vote.
2: Is I do that? it. My page yep. is filled with messages about it.
1: Yep. Now, did you? Here's the thing, too. We were talking about earlier about Maxine Waters. I don't understand. I've seen people on on the on the left, or at least Democrats blasting her. And I'm like, I don't know what she, I don't know what she did. All she did was, was tell people the truth and say, and, and you know, say, go out and, 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 you know, be vocal. Don't let your voice, I don't know How what
2: about Tulsi Gabbard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely.
2: And, uh, uh Anita Turner. I mean, there's people out there who are really extraordinary new voices that are bringing a, a, a lot to the table and a lot of energy and vitality and years to go.
1: Yeah. Well, who's who's, who's the who's on, the girl the that just won in uh, New York? Farm. The the there the, was the a girl that just won in New York. that's 28 years old.
2: The Bronx, years the, old. the
0: the girl from the Bronx.
1: Yeah.
2: She's got a great future for her.
1: Oh yeah, and she took out, this, you know, a, 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 an incumbent democrat uh, who right. should have been gone, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: This is what the people really actually want. They don't want that old company bullshit anymore, man. They're we, sick of it and anything that reeks of it in any way, big money, right. campaign, clinking party, you're dead to this Ag- f- agree, yeah.
1: agreed. The downside is there are people who are there are people who are kind of corporatists that are kind of demo, that they're in that are Democrats yeah. that no there are a few of those there are a lot of those actually that are in politics yeah. that their voting record isn't isn't down the corporate line, but the, but they would get rid of Citizens United. They would do stuff and we're against, and a lot of the, the people on the, on the extreme left, like, you know, my friends, yeah, we, they don't want any of those people in there. I'm like, no, we need those people that are already there to, we need to get as many people on the left, wherever they are, center or really left, to to vote out shit like, 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 we need to get rid of this gerrymandering. We need to get rid of Citizens United and if you don't vote that way, you're fucking out, period. You know, mm-hmm. and here's it,
2: the thing. The Republicans pretend to be, strong right and the Democrats pretend to be weak right they fake it they're feigning weakness to do it to bend over to let themselves be trampled by the opposition right it happens over Over and over over. all these things we keep wishing and hoping they'll do when they promise they will and they don't right we always get tiny little shred piecemeal until we're like the dog that isn't free but is happy to see when you the owner grabs the leash because that means then they get to go out. right? And that's the only happiness we get. And the thing is, if more and more people don't want that anymore, it doesn't matter what we say on this show. Can we, it's going to th- go the way they need it to go. And it, and they'll let whatever falls happen in between. Our only chance of surviving what happens next is to completely roll with what they're going to do.
0: Can we fix this? Who is, knows? Is, 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 is it, it fixable in the next year know. or two?
2: Well, I, if, if, if we don't, I just if we don't, I'm
1: just going to say, if we don't do something, and here's my thing, and I, I'm, I'm right with you on, I, I'm right with you, but I'm also, <laughs> no, I'm contradicting myself. I'm with you, but I'm also, I also disagree on some level that, that I think right now, if I honestly had my choice between knowing that no one, that the same shit was going to happen with Trump again, or getting a fucking, a, a group that's center, uh, obviously, hopefully center left. I would take that in a heartbeat because I really think we're about three, or four years away from being a dictatorship. And I, I think if Trump wins 2020 and we don't win a majority back in at least the house yeah. or the Senate in yeah. 2018, I think that motherfuckers not leaving office. I think he's going to be a president for life and we're <laughs> fucked. I, and, and if we I don't do something soon, then.
2: then here's, what's got to happen. not they, it isn't about scaring the other people into it. It's it not going to happen. About gonna they will view that as extortion right uh, it isn't uh, it isn't about deadlining right them. it is about completely getting what they're talking about and rolling with it
1: you're right you're it's absolutely your right. only
2: way. you won't fix this with a middle guy because there's now scientific proof that doesn't work our last cycle is that evidence in and of itself right so you have evidence hands on you can see it feel it we felt it and it's gonna get worse if we go to the middle again and they show no sign of changing yes. So it it might, I I can't give you the slightest answer on what comes next, except I know what seems like the math of this equation.
0: Well, here's, and and the reason why I asked you that is because I, I went through a phase where I was, I really just couldn't process what was happening. And I was like, man, is it because this is people's nature and they're just opening up to their nature or is it really the lack of education that's out there? Because again, like like I'll give you a prime example. I posted something on my page about the it was the picture of the lady yelling. Uh she had the Make America Great hat on and right. she was yelling and made, the picture made it look like she was yelling at the kid. Do you do you remember seeing this picture, Rick? Yes. Yeah. Right. And so I posted something about that. And again, I posted it because I saw the picture. Right. And to me, and someone who I research, I do whatever, I make sure I do my research, but for some reason, I just posted the story. And I say what I say, but I, when I landed, when I got off the plane, I saw these posts and someone posted a clip of the actual story of what, what that lady was saying. And so even the kid said, well, no, she wasn't yelling at me, but she was there kind of hyped up, but she wasn't saying these things like this. So I immediately wrote something on my page, said, hey, I missed the mark on this one. I didn't have all the information and I took the post down. So to me, I feel like if you're open to stuff like that, then I feel like there's hope. Do you see, this is the question to you, do you see people that have information in front of them and they just say, you know what, I don't care what's out there. I am just going to go with what, because I've seen people almost post everybody on, people on the people's right. page. <laughs> They will post something on their page that hey no this is the correct information and that person doesn't correct it
1: right. I always correct it, delete it, or I leave it up there and say yep this is just like you did say this is my mistake. I would never see that from my right. friends on the right. Ever. So so let me ask
0: you Rick do you yeah. feel so like more
2: between your childhood programming and cognitive dissonance yes, and everything else around it ever beyond that moment on forever more? Okay. That's how you how you're formatted as a kid and then those goggles are data processing every event Man. and judging and slamming the gavel down and sentencing all these events.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And because I, I honestly, and that's why I told you, not everybody's going to get all information right. And you're right. We have a lot of, we're inundated with a lot of information all the time. And a lot of it is is BS. The people that don't take the time, and this is on both sides, the, the people who don't take the time to look at everything and say, okay, now I'm going to make an educated decision. Based off of this. And that's why I asked you if it was going to get better, because, again, I'm still tripped out by the fact that we have literally the most information at our fingertips. And we're the dumb getting better.
2: Citizens are getting more justice than the big news networks or your consumer defendants. You know, I'm your I'm your consumer advocate on this network and I'm going to go find out what's wrong with this toilet lever. (laughs) <laughs> and, well, you know, the flint water is turning into, you know, lava, and sludge.
0: <laughs> Which is actually true. Yeah, it,
2: consumer guys giving you bullshit about stuff I don't give a fuck about, you know?
1: Right. Yeah, well, it, you know, but part of it, though, like you're saying, Ty, the problem is that, yeah, we, we have we have all the information at our fingertips now, but that also means that we have all the disinformation and all the misinformation right. at our fingertips. The problem is that- we had
2: that with regular
1: TV too. Right, but I would say back in the day, before Reagan changed the way news was yeah. run, we used to actually have to have this thing called journalistic uh-huh. integrity, and they actually had to had to have facts. It wasn't about whatever bleeds leads, and it wasn't about the fear-mongering culture of, of let's scare the shit out of them, so they watched, oh, you know- man. I mean, Walter
2: Cronkite th- fucked up Vietnam. Yeah. He ruined Vietnam by bringing back the real footage, and no one could argue with Walter.
0: Right, exactly. So, to but- that point, to that point, and this is why I say it's crazy where we are now. Remember, Rick, and Rick will remember this more than both of us, but this for good reason. When there were, if, if Walter Cronkite said it, that was it. <laughs> you didn't question it. That's what it is. Yeah. He, if he's if he makes this announcement you better believe that's the news
1: Yeah, because but the, the, because they they had people who fact check things they didn't report nonsense the the there the was the idea was not to sensationalize i mean how many times you watch the news now and it's like it'll be like coming up at 11 shark bite bites whatever blah, blah, blah. and then and then you will watch all this news and then the very last minute they go yeah so there was a, a shark uh, just dr- uh, swam by and bumped a boat all right good night guys and you're like, we stayed we stayed for thirty minutes to watch a shark bumped a boat because we saw a shark bite. Did anyone like, die? you know it click it was clickbait for TV. That's right absolutely. and and the thing is that that there used to be, and there's still some publication there's still some newspapers out there that the that, that, that journalists that are real fucking journalists that that cover real stories. But the problem is that because there's so much bullshit out there, the real stories are the ones that you have so many people going, ah, oh, fake news. Oh, you're going to believe the New York Times or whatever. And it's like, well, no, this guy's a real fucking journalist. Oh, sure. He well, works listen, for a I'll liberal put, paper.
2: I'll, I'll put Jimmy Dore up there with all of them.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yes. I know, Jimmy. Yes. Everybody,
2: you listen to J- Jimmy D-O-R-E. Look him up on YouTube. I know Jimmy. And uh, Lee Camp, I'm going to be
0: doing his show next week wasn't and, uh, uh, he was on a jimmy was not info wars that's not info uh, no <laughs> it was, not not, not info no, War, but no, it was, young uh, turks young turks that's yeah. what we go. Yeah, <laughs> They're two right. opposites sorry
2: the young turks
0: yes yes yeah, I, they, those Real are two opposites work
2: is also really good too everybody should check that out and don't just go with the thing that have Missile guidance systems company funding all the ads <laughs> and owning the network, you know.
0: Um, well, I, w- first of all, I don't want to keep you. I, you stayed longer than than we we uh, we planned, and I appreciate that. So, um, go ahead, tell everybody how they can see the great and wonderful Rick Overton. Tell them how to reach you.
2: <laughs> well, you can see uh, I'm on YouTube. I got some funnies I put up there, <laughs> and uh, on I'm dying up here on Showtime. Yes. and uh we're coming up on episode 10 and so binge the heck out of that okay There's some amazing performances coming up from, from comedians knocking it out of the part. brad garrett is smashing
0: i love brad we work uh, we work I mean, together unbelievable
2: like award award-worthy stuff watch him just destroy with you'll cry you'll laugh everything incredible and uh kathy ladman and uh you know Dana Gould Andy Kindler
0: okay That's cool
2: amazing.
0: so i love that man
2: smashing smashing work out of everybody
0: um so uh one i want to say thank you dude and Rick, I got to tell you, man, I honestly was genuinely excited to have you on the show because I've been following you for for following your post for a while. We've known each other for, you know, even longer than that as comedians. That's right. That's right. And and like I said, I respect your opinion. I wanted, like I said, like I told you initially, I truly as a person of color, I truly appreciate you using your voice as a person not of color to help everyone else out there. You don't even know how much I appreciate it. So I want to say thank you.
2: I'm honored. I'm, you know, I'm an ally. I'm a pal. Uh, you're a good man. And as a white guy. I'll just stand shoulder to shoulder with you. And, and as a up. white
0: guy, I'll see you at the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you at the meeting. Right. Thank you, Rick. I, fun, I, we appreciate you, man. Take care. Hey, and go see that movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, I got to check that out. Now We'll we'll have another conversation about that.
0: All right, that's what's up, man. Take <laughs> no, care, bro. I look
2: forward to the next one. Thank you. Cool. Right. See you, Rick. Bye, guys.
0: So the awesome Rick Overton, you guys. Um, we got a few more minutes left here before we get out of here. Um, and, and it was it was interesting to have Rick on because, like I said, I wanted him on because I knew that he he was critical of both sides, right. He's critical of the things that the left need to do and the right. So what did you take? Did, did you come out of that conversation with Rick feeling like there's hope for 2020? You know, or we are you know, still in a shitty place.
1: I think we're still in a shitty. I, I think it's a little both, but but he was he is definitely on the on the. Here's the thing. I, I just had this conversation with a friend of mine via you know message, whatever. Politically, I am on the far left. Okay. Pretty far left. Like I'm a rational dude. Like I, I don't I don't align with a lot of stuff that far left people. Th- like I'm not an anti-vaccine nut. I'm right. not an anti-science people that people on the far left a lot of a lot of people that, that are on far left have wacky uh, non-scientific beliefs about like gmos and organic food and all is not nonsense that the planet that, yeah that, that, that it's all this conspiracy theory shit that it's like you know all the follow the money and big farm is out to steal your babies and all and and all that shit that's, that's complete bullshit but policy wise i'm like super left democratic socialist left but i also have to be rational and 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 being a Bernie supporter, being somebody who who when when it came down to it, and Bernie lost, and I know that people say, oh, he was the the primary was stolen from, him, and all this stuff. I bullshit. I know people. I I saw the polls. I was there. I know eight. I have eight separate friends that worked polls in California mm-hmm. that, that that were seeing what was coming in and saying the turnout isn't this Bernie wave. Sorry nobody hid fucking ballots. They didn't come to us and say, hey, let's take those ballots and stuff them over here. I know eight separate people that worked at polls that said nothing weird went on. We've done this for years. It's the same shit that always happened. Bernie fucking lost California. Sorry, he fucking lost. And I was pissed. I was upset. But then I went and I spent two weeks researching. I looked up up Bernie's voting record. I looked up Hillary's voting record. I looked up... All the all the shit about the the um, the, the Hillary's uh, the the Clinton Foundation all this stuff right here. Oh, the Clinton Foundation rapes kids and they and they take money and they give it to the Koch brothers and they and they you know they poison your water and all this nonsense. And I read all of it, all complete fucking nonsense. And I have so many friends that are on the far left going, no man, they do this and they're they're just as bad as the Republicans and they're just as big business and they're just in. And I, I fucking go- fucking hate when people say that. And they're I go, just look, as yes, bad. they have corporate ties and they have some fucked up shit. But if I have the option of a fucked up corporate person who's done some fucked up corporate shit to get to the top, who wants marriage equality, wants legalization of of, of marijuana, wants a universal health care, who wants all these things and at least says those things, I need that person over what the fuck we have right now. Yes. A- and here's the thing is... If we, we vote Hillary or whoever the fuck in, and they don't do the things they say, then we out. vote them the fuck out and That's get it. somebody else in. Or we like vote them in. Like it's supposed to be. And we vote them in, and at least we keep ourselves from becoming a fascist dictator under di- dictatorship under Putin for another eight years. And we move her ass to the left. By showing, hey, look, right. this is what we want, and we move them, and then we vote in new people, and eventually we move everything to the left. Instead, what what we do is fucking baby ass liberals. We go, I don't want her, so I'm not going to vote. Okay, so you're going to have fucking Trump no. in there for eight Which, more fucking and years. And then go they'll fuck be yourself. mad
0: about what's going on with him.
1: Here's, yeah. I, I, yeah, and, I, then, and then they'll be pissed going. We got to do something, motherfucker. You stayed home. You,
0: you had a chance to do something, and you didn't. Here's here's what tripped me out. And I had a, this, a, a I saw a comment from somebody, and this is what scared the shit out of me, actually. And I should actually ask Rick this, but. Two things. I saw a comment where someone said they were talking to um, a, a liberal and they said, oh, you're just mad because you lost. You know what? And this is what the Trump reporter said. They said, well, shit, I don't care what I don't care what he fucks up as long as it pisses you off. Understand that. I don't care what the president of the United States fucks up in America as long as you are pissed. An American it, who I disagree with on a couple exactly. of policy issues. And, and that, that to me is scary. But here's the other thing. And this is why I, asked him why I started the thing with asking about how entertainment has changed because of the current state of right. politics. I saw two things, man, where in contracts for for gigs, and this is two other comedians that said this to me, in their contract it said they asked specifically not to mention the president. Right. Don't mention, don't say anything about the president. And people don't understand how big of a statement that is. Right. That's never happened. No. No. Lyndon, not Lyndon B. Johnson, is it Lyndon B. Johnson? Yeah. Lyndon B. Johnson used to get roasted right. by the Smothers Brothers. Yeah. And that dude did not say, hey, don't well, talk there's, about
1: There's me. memes about it. him, him saying, if, if you can't, you know, you have to be expected to take this You have the public to.
0: F- figure. So when people...
1: Come, well, what about Clinton? I mean, come on, you're going to tell me, how, how many hack fucking 90s comics had a had a had a career on I didn't inhale and I did not have sexual relations with that woman. That's a fucking career for nine fucking years.
0: Let me tell you what it is. And I know we gotta wrap this up in a second. Uh, we don't want to go extra eight hours. So this <laughs> <laughs> is an inside joke you guys. But here's here's what trips me out is like, so now do you see this wave going this way? And because you think every other president, there's never been this type of thing where someone says, but this is why. This is my gut feeling of why you have this kind of backlash. Because they know what people are saying is right. There's not one person that is just making up random shit about this guy. Nothing. Right. There's no jokes that came out of the basis of this dude that were based in, in falsehood. Did he talk about grabbing pussy? Yes, he did. did has he? A, is he a horrible speller? Yes. Is he a narcissist? Yes. Is he corrupt? Yes. Does he lie all the time? Yes. All of this stuff. is So here's my whole point. The reason why you have people that don't want you to talk about this guy is because they feel bad. Right. Because they don't have anything to defend it with. So let's say you talk about Obama. You don't think Obama had jokes? Obama had jokes, but he had so other things about him that were good right? to where you're like, okay, well, you don't like Obama. Well, at least he did this. They can't say that.
1: For us being the snowflakes, I know tons of people. I know liberals who have Obama jokes. Mm -hmm. I don't tell people who did disagree with Obama, um, who who you do an Obama joke. Now, if it was just some stupid hack or some racist joke, it's not funny. But I mean, I literally sat through nine years of people going, I did not inhale, all these fucking Clinton jokes. And it's like, so, and I thought they were fucking stupid. I didn't think they were funny, but there were a couple of funny Clinton jokes out there. There were some funny Obama jokes. You can't say, you can't even say, so Donald Trump's our president without somebody going, shut up, faggot, I'll kill you. Like, I mean, that happened to us in Oregon, remember? Yes.
0: <laughs> literally just the announcement that yes. he's the president got us and you know people yeah. got upset so we're gonna here's a, we're gonna get ready to wrap this up um and I want to say thanks again to Rick for for joining us on the show and this is just my thing we and I told you from now on we're gonna do this thing to where we both have something to say to help move stuff forward because we don't want to just be guys that complain about the current state of what's going on. We have to we, figure out something to, <laughs> well, that's 80% of the show right, and then yes. we got to throw in a little bit of then yeah. for other people. So my thing is to move people forward. And I'm going to keep stressing this empathy. Empathy is, I, I can't even tell you how important empathy is now in society. If you are rich, don't look down on people who are not, if you're eating every day, don't talk shit about people who are not eating. Right. Try to understand what is in their situation because when you make that person better, you make the world better. Everything moves forward when you help these people. The term "pay it forward." We love to go see the movie, and but like, oh, pay it forward is so great. Haley Joel Osmond. <laughs> but when we leave, we don't actually practice that. Right. Empathy is what we need to move stuff forward.
1: And you and you need to be active. You need to get out and fucking vote in septu- in, in in November, two thousand eighteen. We need to get. We need to vote because they're the, the, the ger- gerrymandering is not going away. They, they, we've got the Supreme Court's fucking hijacked again, a second time. And it's gerrymandering is not going away. It's probably going to get worse. They're trying to do not vote for this bullshit. California split it up into five States bullshit. That's, that's the gerrymandering on fucking steroids. Do not fucking do that. And you have to get out. You have to fucking vote. We are 60 to 70% of the population hands down that want all the shit that everybody else wants. They they don't want fucking illegal abortions. We want fucking, uh, uh, you know, um, we, we want care. We want, uh, care for the, uh, for veterans that come back. We want, we want, uh, a proper education. We want all that. Yeah. We want Medicare, Medicaid, every, all the stuff that 70, makes sense. 70 fucking percent of the country wants that. So, and these, these people are, are, are hijacking it. So you have to get out and fucking vote. And, um, and like the show is called critical and thinking, think and fucking be critical. Okay. That doesn't necessarily mean you need to be, you need to be a, a cynic and that you just go, Oh, well, you know, uh, follow the money and then fuck it and then walk away or, Oh, it's conspiracy. And we, no, think about shit. Do the fucking research. Okay. When you see a meme, read wh- re- re- and, and read multiple sources, check the sources. And, and you know what? And Snopes is real. Snopes is an actual fact checking source. So when people start telling you, yeah, but you believe Snopes, that person's a moron. Run away from that person, okay, because Snopes is a—there are other fact-checking—there's several fact-checking sources out there, and you can check multiple and cross-check those and decide, oh, yeah. look, they're all saying the same thing. And the only one that's not saying the same thing is fucking Infowars and Fox News and all this other—natural news and all these other nonsense fucking
0: blogs. Stop okay? with the tribalism. Yes. Please stop the tribalism because it's not helping— At the end of the day, just so you guys understand, even though if you voted for this this guy or you didn't, at the end of the day, he is the head of one country. (laughs) You live in one country. So whatever laws they make, whatever policies they throw out— it doesn't matter. It's not like if you vote for him, none of that affects you. Right. It affects you. Please acting like stop acting like it doesn't.
1: And if it's getting us, if you if you think it's funny, if you think it's funny that, oh well, I voted for Trump and uh and now and at least I won and and you're and you got your ass kicked. Well, guess who else is getting their ass kicked? You, because you live in the same country, dummy. Damn straight. <laughs> uh
0: so this has been critical in thinking with Ty Barnett. And Ian Harris. Um uh, vote.